And we're back with a new episode of Kiss and Dwell. Hi, Megan. Hi, that was very natural, Joe. Very natural. It was so natural. Um, <laughs> but we're, we are back. It's we very exciting. Back. Another week. Another day, another dollar that we're not making through this podcast, but we're, we're living. We're fine. We are living. Who's we our are. guest this week? Or who was well, our guest this week? We have two. We had my dear friend, Chelsea Creek Rowan slash Chelsea Zavada. Uh, who, well, prior to pandemic, obviously, uh, was on Hello Dolly, the national tour, as Minnie Faye. Uh, and her wonderful, talented, extraordinary husband, Evan Zavada. And Evan is, I believe, Keys One on the Wicked Tour. So yeah. they're, they're joining us and their beautiful little puppy, Ella, who I love. Oh, yeah. Who's not a child, a, not, a, not a real child, <laughs> um, but Ella did make an appearance, as she should. First so couple, they, they joined first us today. Straight man. First couple, first straight dude, which Very was refreshing. Exciting. Yes, and we discussed the new new age classic, Crazy Stupid Love, as Ugh, I'm sure many of so you have good. seen and adored. Um, if you haven't, I'd be shocked. It's like we've, we say multiple times in this episode, it's on every week. E, movies we love, check your local- E, movies we love, Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> but this was so much fun for me. I good. loved this episode. Yeah, I had so much fun with them. And How can you not? They're, of all things, like they're also, they're just lovely, lovely people. Hashtag um, lovely, Joe, there it is. If it I don't is call true. someone lovely, you know I don't really care for them, so. I don't think you've called um, me lovely yet. Well. Ugh. Why are we here? Moving on. <laughs> Just kidding. Megan, you are the most lovely. I would not be working with you if you were not. Thank you. I adore you. Thank you. As we adore our listeners as well. So sit back and enjoy a new episode of Kiss and Dwell. That was so natural, Megan. If you got nothing to do and you're feeling blue, distract your mind, grab a bottle of wine, turn on your screen, get ready to stream. Listen to us fall under love's spell. All right, let's do this. Admit, I'm so excited to have like a straight man. I know. <laughs> I'm so oh excited. God, this setup is so cute. The whole family's here. There's a dog. There's lighting in the background. That's Ella. We're trying to get her to sit on our lap for the duration, but that's probably uh, unlikely to happen. How are you both? Hi, We're good. Joe. Hi. It's so good to see you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Thanks for coming on the pod. We're very excited. Of yeah. course. Thanks for having us. Yes. I'm so happy you said yes. I was like, who else can I ask? I was like, Chelsea. I was like, <laughs> I feel like Chelsea will thrive on this. And I was like, and that means I get Evan. Yeah, which... Evan is ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> Evan, this is exciting for us because not only are you both like the inaugural like couple, of the podcast. We've never had a couple together. Uh, you're the inaugural straight man. <laughs> so this is very yeah. exciting. I texted <laughs> Joe in all caps when he told me that you guys were coming on. I was like, oh my gosh, we're having a hetero man on the podcast. A hetero. <laughs> well, what else? What is new with you both? Where are you all? We are what has life been like? In our in Astoria, in our apartment, we've been very fortunate to be able to stay here for most of the time. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. What's new? Not much. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, as you probably know, New York is opening a little bit. And so actually right after this, I'm going to uh, 
our first rehearsal for uh, Erica Henningsen's Green Room 42 concert. Um, so I'm doing that. Um, yes. And that's, and that's that's a new thing, um, being able to perform live for the first time. Yeah. Inside. Yeah, inside. Um, so I can't wait. I'm coming on May 8th with Devin Petzl and her boyfriend, Paul. So we are very excited. Yeah, it's going to be... And like, Chelsea's, I sing one song. Chelsea is performing also. So it's like, the only reason I'm going is to see Chelsea sing. I texted her and I was like, oh. I'm coming. And she's like, I'm singing one song. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I am, I am here to... Very sweet, but no. I'll tell you it's um, not not very vocally demanding. But we do Whatever. have a really fun, short. we have a really fierce dance break <laughs> hell yeah amazing i'm gonna get me like sing vanilla ice cream chelsea i'm just like <laughs> i was like sing it <laughs> um well that's so exciting i love you both i think i know you both for like three years now i obviously know chelsea a little bit more um but tell us about you both you you guys have very cool jobs and do a lot of stuff um yeah, well, joe also like is literally good at everything and has helped me so much create my website. So I feel like you literally know my whole resume. I do. I know your entire resume. <laughs> and he's been helping us make some flyers. We've been doing a lot of Zoom classes for, for kids and college students and recent graduates just doing musical theater, like college prep and, and classes for kids all over the country, which has been really cool for them to sort of be able to have some sort of community and meet people that we wouldn't have normally met. And I do the singing and the acting and Evan makes recordings and teaches them about singing. And um, yeah, so we've been doing that together. I mean, We've been together for like eight and a half years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We went in college. Um, we went to University of Michigan. Go and, Blue. And Evan played for my voice lessons. Oh. Rehearsals <laughs> and shows. And so he's just my living accompanist. We um, love it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was one of the the initial draws, and now uh, now of course it's much much more yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but but like we are so grateful for this time together because mm -hmm. this year we would have been Evan's on the Wicked tour. You want to tell them what you do? Yes, Evan, tell us. So I, yeah, uh, I joined the Wicked tour in February of 2020, and I'm very grateful that I did because now I have something on the horizon to mm -hmm. look forward to. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like she said, it's, you know, you got to sort of look for silver linings about this time. Like, it's easy to be miserable and say like, mm -hmm. oh, I haven't worked or performed or done anything. It's like, we would have seen each other so much less, and now we spend yeah. every day we're together 24-7. And is... working together. Awesome. And we still we still other. love each other yeah. and have fun. So Which is great. I've seen couples like go like A to Z of like yeah, we're, it's one or the we're other. stronger now or like I no longer am with this person yeah. <laughs> anymore. I know. I mean it's it's cool because we're we're very flexible and sort of throughout our relationship we've gone through those sort of like either seeing each other like for a couple mm -hmm. days once every three or four weeks or being together, like when we're in periods of unemployment, like any sure. uh, musician or actor can be sometimes and, and being together 24 seven. So we're, we're good at both things. And I think that's, that's the important. long distance. And yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That is so nice. Yes. Sweet. And 
Evan was saying that y'all weren't together a lot prior to the pandemic because Miss Chelsea was on the Hello Dolly national tour with Miss Carolee Carmelo. Tell us about that, Chelsea, because wow. I remember when you posted it and I lost my shit. Um, <laughs> thank you. I mean, it was so just the best experience. I mean, I I was just so grateful to be a part of that show. I played Minnie Faye, um, which was just like a really fun, easy part. <laughs> I sort of like had a, I didn't go on stage until like 40 minutes in the show. And mm-hmm. I really didn't sing that much. And that was sort of the first time I've ever not had to really worry about my voice. I just had to like talk a lot and like laugh mm-hmm. a lot and dance around and it was just very me and um and silly and fun and just the most joyful show and it was just the most wonderful group of people you know Carolee was just such a model of how to lead a show um and how to be a good good person and a wonderful giving scene partner and I learned so much from watching her sort of lead by example and yeah so it was it was just I made such wonderful friends and it was just it was just it's just like such a happy joyful show and everyone leaves like mm-hmm. singing and smiling and it was just really nice to to get to, to do that yeah now it's over <laughs> is that and not to be downer is that not coming back when everything no. returns it's no okay yeah I mean it was set to close in the in the spring of last year so it wasn't like we you know of course it was sad but we were of course we were already sort of wrapping up you lost like three or four weeks weeks. yeah oh that's not horrible oh good not good but like in comparison i was already expecting um to to be done but Mm -hmm. evan has there been any update or any news about your your tour coming back or any idea um not Officially, um, mm-hmm. the next date that is on the books that has not been canceled is Dallas. Okay. Um, I think that's that seems like a reasonable. Uh, I think so. Time time frame. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like a lot cost. of the. Oh well, how exciting! So Megan's gonna lead us now into the movie. First, I want to know what prompted you to pick this movie. Me and Joe were just gabbing about how much we love it and I love, love Ryan Gosling's abs in it. Um, Evan, I don't know if you really, if you can relate to that feeling, but um, <laughs> how, what made you choose this one out of all of the other rom coms? I'll let you take that. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I it is one of my one of my faves. Um, honestly, like the first three were taken. Back. Oh, <laughs> it is true. But it's like my top five. It's like okay. Top five. So it's funny. I, I think I was telling Joe, I re- like, I remember seeing it and it came out in 2011. And I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God, this is the new rom-com. Like mm-hmm. it's to find the rom-coms. Like it's so many things, but watching it now, even like 10 years later, we were like, oof, this is a little problematic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still think it's it stands in like, I feel like it kind of redefined rom-com of like our generation. Um, sure. And it became like the rom-com of like the 2010s. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cringe at times. It is. I was like, yeah. who is this Ryan Gosling character? I was like, oh, you're, I feel like now that we're older, <gasps> she agrees. Ella agrees. <laughs> Ella said, this is a problem. Um, 
in that scene we were just discussing when like Steve Carell like tackles him and he's like stay away from my daughter I would be the same exact way I'd be like you are a creep and I've seen you in action and I'm growing up I was like Ryan Gosling's such a nice guy like he's he's not doing anything wrong well it's how can you be mad at Ryan Gosling he's so hot I know. There was literally a line where he was like, you just got to assert your manhood and you don't take no for uh-huh. anything or something. And I was like, no, that's no. <laughs> incorrect. Also, <laughs> his spray tan in this movie, like, I was like, whoa, this needs to tone down like three shades. I like couldn't handle it. The scene when it's, when they do the dirty dancing thing and like Emma Stone, who's like white as a ghost standing next to him. I was like, <laughs> he's literally orange. Come on hair and makeup. What were you doing? Um, but yeah, I do believe there are some things that are problematic. I have a list full of them, but it still feels like extremely current and extremely mm-hmm. relatable. I don't know if that's like a good, I think it's a good and a bad thing. Cause I feel like we all feel seen watching this. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, like I literally was crying at the end with Steve Carell's speech. Like I was like, I, I like, like 20 minutes earlier, I was like, oh my God, like, why would you do that? And then I was like, oh, they're going to love each other so much. <laughs> it's so sweet. I just, it's one of those movies that I, we were just saying, we're like, it's on TV. I feel like at least once a week, but it never gets old. And there's so many layers to this movie and so many plot lines. It's like that Valentine's Day movie. I love it. The The list The list is long. Megan has her points, but it's, I don't know. I think it's just like the new classic. I agree. Though I, you know, I mean, if it were to come out today, I think everyone would be very upset. Yes. Um, the movie is also very white. I've noticed, especially this time watching yes. it. I'm like, oh. There's there's one person of color. That's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, this is the first person of color was the principal or the. Yep. And then she said, and then did you did you guys pick that up? And she was like, cross your legs when you're sitting on stage, and I was like, even that is like. Yes. No. And you know it's written by a dude, I'm sure, who's like, yeah. this, they they say this. Yeah, mm. it's it's just like Ryan Gosling has that moment and I also cheered up when Ryan Gosling like and Steve Carell were talking at the bar and that's Ryan such a good like, scene I like just want to be like and he couldn't say it he wanted to be just like him and like he was trying to be someone else and like he didn't want to fall in love and then I sort of was like okay I forgive him yeah <laughs> I you go through like every range of emotions with like the with the Ryan Gosling character only and then you get through the rest of the film and you're just still a mess in a wreck <laughs> I was just looking, written by Dan Fogelman. You are correct, written by a man. Of course. Surprise, of surprise course. there. <laughs> I feel like the only only way like the like the scenes with Ryan Gosling and all those girls at the bar and like his character dynamic could only be written by a dude. Yeah. Like I don't think it, <laughs> Evan's like, yes. <laughs> we started watching it and I was like, oh, this is I don't know about all this. And then it gets mm-hmm. it's so better. much better. Yeah. It really does. But then the very how they end the movie, it's the weirdest ending. And I don't think I probably liked it when I first saw it either. How the movie ends with her giving her naked pictures to 13 year olds. Illegal. <laughs> it's just that plot line has always made me so uncomfortable. I think it's funny and sure it's cute in quotation marks that like she has a crush on the dad. But the extremity of that plotline, I was just like, well, this, uh, it's, 
Okay, this is my first point. This idea of people falling in love with like older, forgive me, Evan, if I say men constantly, because I usually I'm just like older men or older women, because even I guess in like movies like Risky Business, it's like we fantasize over the idea of like attention from older men or older women. And in this movie, I was going to say Annalie because that's the actress's name. She was on America's Next Top Model. I don't know if any of you were like a huge fan of that franchise, but... I was. Okay, good. Chelsea, glad you're nodding your head with me. Um, Who, who's Annalie? Annalie is um, the babysitter. The babysitter. Oh, no way. She's a, she's an actress now. I see her in a few things. Yeah, she's, she's yep. making her rounds. Good for um, her. I feel like I definitely had crushes, maybe not on my parents' friends, but definitely on like my older brother's friends. But I wouldn't be surprised if I thought like my friend's dad was hot either. But I'm not sure why we're like accustomed to be like, oh, this older person. Uh, no, that is a thing. I don't remember having crushes on my friend's dads until I was like in college. Yeah, when it was like daddy status, when you finally got to like that point. Oh, I got like, like close friends, like acquaintances. Yeah, acquaintances, acquaintances for sure. Orientation week and move-in week was Chelsea's favorite week. <laughs> <laughs> when all the parents showed up. She's a year older than me, so I wasn't there yet, just FYI. Okay, good. So she had a year. We have a year. Evan likes older women. Oh, okay. So you're falling into this, like, trope a little bit. So Evan (laughs) understands. Like six months. We're pretty close. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't have siblings, and so I didn't ever like have like sibling friends around my mom doesn't really have guy friends she was always like with her like girlfriends so like none of that existed growing up I think I remember when I would like go to Arkansas for this Arkansas for the summer and like I would think my friends friends were hot like the southern boys and I'd be like oh but they were my age oh they were your um, I was gonna ask they were my age or my cousin's friends my cousin is like six years older okay um, and like her friends would come around and I'd be like oh wow and then she married one of them so my cousin's husband is very hot. Good for your cousin. I have a younger brother who's three years younger, and he was always like, I mean, he probably had crushes on my friend, but like, you know, it was the weirdest transition from when, like, I left. He was a freshman when I was a senior in high school, and then I graduated, and I remember, like, just like graduating from college, like four years, um, and seeing all of a sudden being like, oh, my brother's friends are like, attractive yeah like I used to know them when they were like 13 year olds and now they're like hot grown men (laughs) I mean I have so many especially like guy friends who are like your brother's so hot (laughs) (laughs) but he's happily engaged I've never seen your brother I'm gonna go look look him up now I'm going to have a private account Oh damn bummer. it. They bummer. always do. They all do. All the hot straight boys have private accounts who are not in theater. Oh my gosh. My brother's friends knew. I don't know where this came from, but I think I was a flirty little girl. Like I made it obvious that I was like in love with I'm sure my, you were. my brother's friends. I have an I have two brothers. My oldest brother is four years older than me. So I was like, I felt really young in comparison to him. And so when his friends would come over, I would just like stare at them and they were all way taller than me and they all played sports. And I remember one of them, his name was Danny. I'll never forget him was like, Megan, are you still my girlfriend? And I just lost it. I was like, don't toy me that way, Danny. I can't handle it. 
that's how that's how Robbie the kid felt in the movie when he got the nudes from the yes he's gonna hold on to that forever also for her though why would you want those floating around in the hands of a young boy that is not safe that's not safe for you and also yes illegal but I was thinking of Evan like watching the movie because his mom is a voice teacher and she was like the voice teacher she now teaches at University of Michigan but she was like the Seattle musical theater voice teacher, like mm-hmm. everyone went to her. And then Evan had like all of her older students, like pretty musical theater girls as his babysitters. And so I was, oh. we were always hearing about like Evan's mom. Like she's always like, oh yeah, she babysitted you. She babysitted you. Like he had like 500 babysitters. But I was wondering like, is that like, were you attracted to any of your babysitters? I don't, I honestly don't remember specifically being attracted to any of my babysitters i had like ones that i thought were more fun and like would do fun things with me <laughs> the ones that would just be like yeah we're just gonna you know sit around while i right. text my boyfriend or something but i there was one my mom was in a production of sound of music and i was in like fifth grade and i had a huge crush on the girl playing Liesel? one of Liesel one of one of the kids 16, the 16 17 no it wasn't it, then it wasn't Liesel. Was it was like younger? the one Bra- Brigida? she wasn't my age she was a few years older than me but i just remember Brigida. probably a better chance with this girl <laughs> than, than, with, with than Liesel. needed to be a little bit more rational with your choices <laughs> And then settled for Brigida. <laughs> Nothing ever happened. I was I was very awkward and shy. So oh well, fuck Brigida. <laughs> no, she's lovely. But I um, feel no. like like the lure of older people is you feel like more mature and you feel kind of like hot shit. Like oh, this older person is viewing me as older and cooler. And at least that's how I viewed it. Like my older brother's friends being like, I'm seven and they're talking to me and I'm cool and they want to spend time with me. Uh, yeah. Definitely fell into that trap, which they were just being nice. Like I wish yeah, someone would I was just like, like <laughs> be like, Megan, they're not your friends. Go in your room. Yeah, now that you're, you're older, I'm like, oh, they just were there to like be kind. <laughs> and they had to like no tease interest. me a little bit. You sure. Know? <laughs> and that's where my trust issues started. Okay, <laughs> moving on. All right, we're going to talk about Ryan Gosling's character for like a good chunk of this because I think that's where all of the problematic stuff as we earlier discussed. I want to know if you guys have any really bad, well, you guys have been together since college. So were you legal, like able to go to bars before or after you started dating? When we started dating, Evan was 19 and I was 20. Oh my goodness. Okay, so so you probably don't have any of these experiences. I don't know, maybe you do, Joe. Like, do you have like, a bat or maybe you do that you like I don't know Evan was in the bathroom or something and someone hit on you but do you have any like bad like pickup lines or terrible stories where you were like out and someone tried to hit on you I have a funny story this is sort of more broad but I am like a very like sex positive person and I think it's because of my mom and because she started talking about sex so openly and none of my friends ever talked about most still of my friends have never talked about anything that nearly remotely close to what my mom and I have talked about. And sometimes it's like, okay, mom, that's too much. And it's now like her thing that she's like, oh, I'm like the funny, cute mom who like asks my daughter's friends about their sex lives. And sometimes it's like, people don't want to talk about their sex lives. But anyway. Your mom is our next guest. (laughs) Your mom is Amy Poehler, Mean Girl. (laughs) She would love to. 
she'd love to talk about sex with you. We'll bring her on. (laughs) So, so she like was always very like talked about sex and like talked about a lot of Mm. things that I probably shouldn't share. But um, (laughs) but I remember like when I went to college, she was like, Chelsea, guys will tell you that they love you. They will tell you that you're the most beautiful girl you've ever seen, but all they want is to have sex with you. So don't believe anything they say because all they're trying to do is get in your pants. And I was like, okay. And I really took that. And I remember like the first like frat party that I ever went to, I was like, this guy was like hitting on me. And I feel like we were like grinding. And this was before Evan. But he he literally was like, has anyone ever told you that you're beautiful? And I was like, yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Duh. Look at me. (laughs) And he literally was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh, Cool. Like he like it threw him off so much because he was like didn't know how to move forward with that anymore. No, oh my god, I this am. is the first time <laughs> <laughs> at this you miss frat party in your basement. Because my mom was like, this is and I was like, I she told me this was gonna happen. Yeah. Yes, mom. Not wrong. <laughs> it's so was, true though. So classic. But yeah, at bars. Yeah. Usually you were you were there. We didn't go. To, I mean, <laughs> we yeah we were pretty. I mean we were pretty lame. Like you didn't trust me. You didn't miss anything. Um, I've I think I've only ever been like approached once at a bar. I I've been told I'm very intimidating, and which well, I don't you're very understand. Very tall and you're very handsome, and but your I, jawline I, could cut someone. So like I get but it. But I'm really nice and I'm really fun. Um, but I get told I'm intimidating. And so I, I don't get approached a lot and I don't approach people. That's like my rule. I don't approach people. And so this one creep, I was in Chicago. It was like a weekend off from a show. And we, my friends and I were at some like gay bar and this really creepy little man came up to me and he was like, hi. And I was like, hi. Uh, like he started asking me about myself and he's like, I'm a dentist. And I was like, that's amazing. Um, and he's like, just, can I take you out somehow? Like, do you live here? And I was like, I don't live here. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, well, where do you live? And I was like, New York. And he was like, oh, I'm coming to New York next weekend. Um, and I was like, mm. I was like, I'm not there. I don't live there either, actually. <laughs> um, like, I, and he wouldn't leave me alone like the entire night. And I get annoyed when I see movies like this because I don't ever have someone like fun following me around. <laughs> you don't have Ryan Gosling like offering no. by you a drink. I had the really old creepy dentist. Now you telling me that story, I'm I'm remembering there's definitely been multiple times where I was like with a girlfriend and there was like a creepy old man like Yeah. Us, like trying to trying to talk to us and like and we're very and my problem is that I'm very nice. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and then I get in trouble because I think that people are, have the good intentions and they- No, <laughs> they don't ever. Like, like, you know, you end up like moving and like, right. like my husband's going to be here soon. So fuck off, please. Like, <laughs> so Evan is coming. <laughs> I, mean, I, have, I have one story and one story only. And I was, <laughs> I was probably like 17 or 18, still in high school. I was with my mother at a like, big garden store where they sell lots of plants mm-hmm. and she was shopping and I was like sitting on like a big garden swing just like on my phone and this older woman comes up to me and asks me like how's the swing do you like it how's the how's the the thing 
I was Interesting. Like, it's fine. He's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, I'm thinking about buying it, but only if you come with the swing and feed me grapes while I sit on it. Or what? There was grape feeding involved. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, no, I don't come with the swing. <laughs> Like, not only is that creepy as like a 17 year old, that's creepy at like any age. Yeah, it was, it was very weird. Runs away. Poor Evan. Finds I would mom be t- amongst like, the- Like I'm going to the car. <laughs> the the dandelions in the store. Yeah, like get your flowers, we're leaving. That reminds me, I was at like a Christmas party, I guess like Christmas right before the shutdown. So like Christmas 2019. Um, and I was home for the holidays and my mom made us go to one of her friends was having like an art gallery show slash Christmas party. My mom has like like a core group of friends and all of the kids went to different high schools. Um, so we all know each other, but like the parents all have different like counter friends. Um, and so my mom and I showed up and we were like, we're here for like 10 minutes. We had to go pick up Barbara, who's her best friend because she wanted to leave. It was like an open bar. So we just like grabbed a bunch of drinks and I was like, I know no one here. I was like, it's time to go very soon. And so Barbara was like, come like save her from like this other woman who we had no idea who she was. And so we got stuck talking to her and she started asking me questions and she was like, oh, my kid went, my son went to this high school. And I was like, oh, my best friend went to that high school and they're probably in the same class and blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, well, what high school do you go to? And I was like, oh, I'm 23, 24. Like I'm not in high school. Um, And she was like, oh. And I was like, oh no. I was like, oh no. And all of a sudden I turned around and my mom and her friend had left. They had left me with this woman who then for the next 10 minutes had proceedingly tried to flirt with me and hit on me. and like very like very like frontal about it and I was like "Mm, I'm gay yeah drop (laughs) that card immediately (laughs) I was like I'm very gay this was so nice to meet you and I like grabbed my mom and I was like it's time to go like y'all bitches left me with this woman you don't even like I was like where are the dads I was like I'll where are the dads (laughs) oh my god but Evan your grape story wins yeah, no I one has so. ever asked me if I can feed them grapes. That's a story you can tell your future children. Just be like, yeah. be aware of women who want grapes in their mouth. At the flower um, store. Yes, <laughs> whenever you go to the flower store, just be aware of the women there. Well, I was going to ask if any of us have ever like fallen for a corny joke or anything like that, but I'm I'm assuming we're all strong from the stories that we've told and we've done pretty well. Yeah. Um, I feel like I kind of fell for Evan's stupid but it was I wasn't even intending to be flirty before we started dating we were just like at a party and I said something about I'm gonna go get another moo bloom talking about the beer blue moon Mm -hmm. and Chelsea thought that was so funny she had never heard I'm sure she did (laughs) words before she was like what moo bloom what is that and I'm like once I explain it it's gonna be right and you're like i'm locked in i did it but i explained it and you still thought it was funny and i thought that that was charming that you thought it was funny yeah and look at you good job chelsea (laughs) i'm happy for you guys there almost everything so but it but it made him feel special (laughs) and it worked and it worked i guess like with men like ryan gosling that kind of approach and can seem i guess from an outsider re-watching this film is like creepy i guess watching it again as like a 25 year old i'm like do we really want a man that we kind of you can tell right off the bat that this is the type of person that does this like consistently like every weekend or every night do we really want to be with someone that's like doing that every night like it feels like dirty to me like we don't know where this man has been i kept thinking i was like 
are they asking him about STDs? Like, is he on them? Like, because that would, and like Emma Stone, another thing I was thinking the whole time was like, why haven't, like, why does she not seem to care at all about his past? Like, there was no sort of like her concern or like insecurity, which I liked in a way. Like, she was Mm -hmm. very like, like, oh, like, what's your move? And, but then when the dad was like freaking out about him knowing everything, she was like, very apologetic about it but yes i wrote down i wrote i hope rye goss is getting an std tested and washing his sheets on the regular (laughs) (laughs) like i'm nervous like if there was an led light on his bed like how would it look i need to know the answer that apartment is pristine i guarantee you if he doesn't clean the sheets i'm sure he has has a cleaner he He definitely does but i'm like still does he have a profession that's my question what does he do in this movie. How does he have so much money? His daddy. His daddy had money. I remember him saying something about wealthy parents, which yeah. like makes me like you even less. Yeah. That, but that house is at least $5 million. Yeah. He would like be at least. He despicable if he wasn't so attractive. Yeah. yeah. The only redeeming quality that he has throughout the entire movie, which is unfortunate. But common theme <laughs> of the pod, common theme of the pod, Joe, is we it is. make excuses for people that are hot. But um, we really do in every shape or form. If he was like an ugly guy, we would all be like repulsed. Repulsed. So little, but we're like, oh, he's hot. But his abs. I'm still trying to um, work on the dirty dancing. Yeah, I I can't do that. I'm not very strong, like at all. Um, and I'm also very just like tall. And so I don't think I'll be on either end of that ever. Um, yeah, and I that's feel like okay. you'd definitely be the lifter, Joe, I think. And yeah, and that wouldn't work. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm very weak. You've tried it like maybe in the pool. Yeah, that's the, the safest pool? place. Yes. It, yeah, I, that's the only place I would try. I just don't want to be responsible for any serious injuries. That's smart. It's just, it's just hard. Even I feel like if you're super strong, it's hard. You need spotters. You need like mm-hmm. mats. Wires. Is that really the thing that allows women to lose yeah. all self-respect? Because I wrote down, I probably would have fallen for the dirty dancing move, but I'm annoyed because it makes me feel like they're trying to make women seem that they're dumb. And I feel like that is such a common thread throughout movies. It's like men are saying all these shitty things, like Steve mm-hmm. Carell included, being like, your job's boring. Oh, you're an alcoholic. Poor Marissa Tomei. Like, poor Marissa Tomei. Poor Just- Marissa Justice Tomei. For her. <laughs> Justice for her, even though she's like a little... She's got Crazy. something a little loose, um, but he's like, oh, you're an alcoholic. Oh, you're a teacher. Boring, boring. But then she's like, oh, my God, you think I'm sexy and cute? Like, that's all she heard. I'm like, OK, women have a lot more self-respect than that. I definitely would remember if you told me my job was boring. That's the first thing I would hear. I wouldn't care if you told me that I was the most beautiful girl you've ever seen. I feel Don't like these women are like the that. two extremes that we get, especially in this movie. And I feel like we make exceptions for both. You make exceptions for kind of gross, skeezy Ryan Gosling because he's hot. And then you make excuses for kind of like dumpy, sad Steve Carell because it's someone like he's Steve dumpy. Carell. Because he's nice and like you feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, Everyone loves Steve Carell. You can't dislike Steve Carell. And, and I feel like if- adore him. You feel hmm? bad for him because his wife cheated on him. Yes. Right. If someone is sitting there being like, my so-and-so cheated on me and like, I'm going through it. I don't think I'd be rude. I'd be like, oh, like, I get it. Like that sucks. And you're trying. 
versus being like, you actually were just flat out rude to me. Yeah, well, the other thing for me about the dirty dancing move is I'm like, they've already chosen to go home with him. So he didn't do the move at the bar. And I just, I don't know. I think it's like, it's it was like very cute for the movie. But in <laughs> reality, can you imagine like, like a drunken, like coming home night and he's like, all right, now we're going to do a lifts. <laughs> now we're going to do the wicked dance call. <laughs> I, I think it's so interesting because like clearly it is sad because I love that scene a lot. Um, and I think there's something actually really special about that scene because he does the move and they don't sleep together that night. They fall asleep and they talk. And I feel like that doesn't happen a lot either on dates or like in other movies. And so I was telling Megan, I was like, after seeing this movie, especially in college and like a little after, like I've compared that to like all my dating experiences of like, well, this didn't happen. A night like this didn't occur. I think there's something so so nice. And it's what is redeeming about him, I think, is this scene. Oh, definitely. That montage uh, is my favorite part of the movie of him, like, talking about his chair, all the fucking things mm-hmm. he buys off of, uh, what's that channel called? Shopping Network. Shopping Network, yes, yes. And then when he asks her to tell him something personal, like, when does that happen? When that's, does that happen? That's why we love, I mean, I think that's why we love him. <laughs> I think that's why, like, people are like, oh, this is, like, the new rom-com because it's, like, they went and they just like talked and like were silly and fell asleep. And she, Emma Stone was like not falling for his antics. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like, cause they didn't have sex that made him fall. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I think, I think there's a lot of like reality to that scene. Um, that at least I try to like, not emulate, but like, I'm like, cool. Just cause we don't have to have sex the first night. And there's still hope or there's still like <laughs> a chance um, because I feel like that's what we see in most movies of like, that's how it starts and that's how it works. And if they don't have sex with you right away, like they're not into you. And yeah. that's not the case. Or if either. you don't have sex with them first, then they're not going to give you the time of day. I, I, right. I think it's the opposite. Wait for it. At the same time, like with Chelsea and before, I was always very almost nervous about like making any move without like obvious, clear consent. Yes. We love Evan. Evan is like a very, I mean, we're, I, we're always shitting on white men and I am too. And I, he's always hearing it, but he also I is shitting too. on white men all the time. So he's a, he's a rare one where the, I was frustrated that he hadn't made a move. Yeah, we yes. <laughs> for like two hours. And, I was, and she finally was just like, all right, we're doing this. And then. <laughs> Well, times I was like waiting and we talk about it now. I'm like, oh, you took so long to just like kiss me. And he's like, well, I thought you were going to get to know me respectful. first. Oh, I'm but crying. But like also like 19 years, like 17, 18 years old. Like he was with I an think, older woman. He was respecting your wishes. I, th- and I think those are the experiences that do throw people off like that because you're like, where, why isn't it happening? Like we're, we're so forced and told that like those immediate attractions and like connections and, and like kind of like checklist things must come in order for feelings to be validated. And the older I get, the more I'm learning that that's not the case. Also, Though I'm not sure I'd fall for someone if they blatantly told me they had a move. Also, it's like you do this with everyone. Like this is so impersonable. Yeah, impersonal. I'm not special. I guess kind of going off this is the idea of confidence because I feel like someone who's Ryan Gosling like coming up to you, I guess not even thinking about his looks, which we've all discussed we love, 
we can't not but someone with like that chutzpah like is it is it attractive i know i wanted to use that word i felt like it was fitting is it sexy or is this guy just like a huge prick i immediately call people out on their like bullshit and i feel like i've never wanted to date musical theater guys because the straight musical theater guys generally are like very cocky Mm -hmm. because they're they're used to having all of the girls be obsessed with them mm-hmm. and and I think like in college like those guys specifically like musical theater just have an overconfidence like I yeah. love confidence I'm all about confidence but I just think it's like it's it is a turnoff I think overconfidence especially I think there are people who are like ideally attractive and like blatantly attractive but who know it especially in the gay community and like there's like a checklist of like what mm-hmm. makes you hot in the gay community and those people, when they know, and you can just, you can spot them from a mile away. And I'm just like, I have no interest whatsoever in you. Like, also, you're extremely attractive and you're in the gay community and you're not, like, cocky and, like, you're, like, very genuine and... It's called trauma. (laughs) Um, We've been humbled. Yeah, I just think it's gross. And I just think like that's no way to, but then it's kind of what you mentioned earlier, Chelsea. You then fall into the category of nice, which is also sort of dangerous. People either will box you as nice or fucking rude. There's, it's hard to like balance if it's someone like you're not interested in. I'm also, I'm on the line of like, is confidence attractive? I think like self-confidence and like assertion is com- is yes. attractive. I don't know. It's it's very, but you know when it's wrong. Like, you know when you don't like it. There's a fine um, line. There's a fine line. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder how I would feel. But then I feel like Ryan Gosling is just on a different level. Oh, way, he's way over the line. And you're like, oh my God. Is that? And I also would feel like they're way too cool for me. Oh my god, me too. I'd be like, you're talking to the wrong girl. Like, what do you what do you feel about that? No, I agree. There's a there's a fine line, and I think also like when I was like 17, 18, 19, and still sort of carrying over to when we first met. I feel Mm -hmm. like there's sort of society is like you should be cocky, and that's how you uh, make friends, Mm -hmm. and that's how you get girls and and sort of exist in society like you you should have an inflated sense of self-confidence and so i i did and i like remember things that i would say to girls and i was like god what a fucking douchebag i was (laughs) just because like that's sort of how ryan gosling is portrayed Mm -hmm. it's like that's how i i'm supposed to act i guess if i want to be hot and and get girls so obviously that's not true but like senior year of high school oof big old woof well chelsea even said in the beginning like ryan gosling talking to steve carell about picking up girls like you know disregard their likes you know you have to give them a hard time like all of that stuff and yeah i totally agree with you that there's like some i don't know what it is that we're taught that it's like when you're overly assertive and like overly forward that that's what's gonna it's so positive experience for you over like like that is more wanted than over interested which to me is so sad like i we've been so taught i feel like that anyone who shows that they're overly interested or just like very interested in you it's a turnoff and it and it's a big red flag and to run away and like there's nothing wrong with being interested in someone or or remembering specific things all the games yeah with like oh i don't want to like respond too quickly because i don't want to seem desperate or i don't want i'm gonna wait to text and i was just like so not Mm -hmm. i was like 
did not care. And I, no. I mean, I was the asserter. <laughs> Aggressor, initiator. I, am, I have no doubt that you were. <laughs> the story of how we met is she, she drove me to the airport for Thanksgiving. Which uh, I am not a driver. I'm a terrible driver. I didn't have a car. I was never drove anyone to the airport because I was terrified of driving on the freeway. But then Evan asked me if I would drive him to the airport and I like kind of thought he was cute. And I was like, okay he was gonna play for a voice lesson in exchange and then my voice lesson got canceled and i was like my voice lesson got canceled so like maybe you just like take me out to lunch to like pay me back or you could just like play your saxophone for me in the car and which you just brought out i've learned you just brought it out the other day i did for the first time in a long time yeah okay and then chelsea was doing a peloton ride and she was like hey can you please stop it's distracting (laughs) (laughs) but not before she got it on instagram not before she could pull it out and zoom in um but anyway so she she was like you can take me to lunch or play saxophone for me in the car and i chose lunch obviously um so then we did that and we had a great time and she drove me to the airport and then while i was in new york for thanksgiving we were like texting the whole time and I was like, what is going on? She's texting me back immediately. Like these three page texts. Yes. We love a novel. We love a novel. And, and I was like, great. I guess we're, I guess we're doing this. And, uh, Cause it you was were just, like, you weren't used to people asking you questions about yourself. Yeah. You know, like girls, like- girls that I talked to before, it's like, you know, a two word answer. And it's like, all right, well this, this is pointless then. I'm trying to like have a conversation with you and you're, you're giving me two word answers, but Chelsea would, it was like, you know, she didn't have an iPhone. So it was like one of green. Yeah. One of five, one of five on the way. I'm, oh my God. I love it. My I love friends it. were like, dude, what you're constantly texting. Who are you texting? And I was like, oh, I'm texting this girl that I just met. And, um, so I talked to them about it and they're like, dude, you gotta, you gotta go for this. She seems like she really likes you. And so, I got back and then the the day that I got back, she picked me up from the airport too. Um, Then that night I went over to her house and that's when we talked for a long time. And then she was- He had like three opportunities to kiss me. And then finally I was waiting for like two hours. You're just like, come here. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, all right. Chelsea's many things, but she's not patient. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so nice. I think when like organically things like that happen, I've, at least I notice when those people are like, not that I try to read into texts because I don't think there's a point to reading into things, but like, it's nice when like, you don't care about responding too quickly or you don't care or read into how they respond because if they're busy or if you know how like they operate and like some people are bad at texting, I will give people that. Um, but like, I, I will get like sometimes two word answers and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, they, something's wrong and nothing's wrong. They might just be doing something else. But we're thrilled that those green texts turned into a wedding ring. I know, right? Yes. Talked every day, long, since. long text yeah. since. Uh, do you have an iPhone now, Chelsea? She does, yeah. We love. We <laughs> Growth. Love. We love. <laughs> so cute. Um, my next point, again, talking about Ryan Gosling and like his fuckboy ways. And this is like such a common thread amongst all rom-coms that we watch is like the exception to the rule and how Emma Stone is like the exception to Ryan Gosling's ways and like changes him and I want to know if you guys believe in that kind of thing do you think that someone can you know change someone's ways I also want to know and I don't think we've ever asked this Joe like would you want to be 
that person kind of knowing their past? Um, (laughs) Well, it's funny because I feel like that is sort of me. I like, I sort of am like fix. I'm like a fixer and, and not like change them. But I think like before Evan, the few like kind of flings that I had in college and the one right before you was your um your best friend Ooh. <laughs> that that he just had a very troubled past and we had sort of a complicated like several years on and off and he mm-hmm. like when we first started he had a girlfriend and I had no idea and then the girlfriend found me on Facebook and was sending me like hate mail and I was like okay oh no and this because I didn't know that and then when we would be together one-on-one like I was just like he loves his family so much and he really wants to change and he was always like I want to be better and I and then I would see him at a party and he would just be like so out of his mind fucked up and and I was just like I was just so frustrated and mm-hmm. and and it was sort of like a a lost cause but I I think I I was so wanted so badly to like stay and like help him that's just sort of how I am. And, and with Evan, definitely, I mean, I, I was also just very, like, a goody, good girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, never did drugs or smoked weed. And Evan really liked weed. And, <laughs> and most people did and that I was friends with. But I, I mean, I've definitely, like, improved you. <laughs> but you've improved me. He's you've made me, like, there you go. Yeah, we've like really balanced, really balanced. He's like calmed me down and like made me like curse more. Yes. We love. Isn't it fun? Isn't it so much fun? Who needs therapy when you can just curse? Yeah. We come from like such different backgrounds. Like Chelsea Mm -hmm. went to like an all girls Jesuit high school. And like I went to like a rage public high school in Seattle. Yeah, I like was in private school my whole life like very sheltered and like we <laughs> drank and smoked in parks and just just raged all the time and Chelsea did not. the first time we drank was my senior year of high school at like a, a a few of our friends at a new year's eve party and we like had a few sips of like vodka and cranberry juice and like we got to the party and all of our boyfriends were so mad at us <laughs> that we drank and we were like in a fight the whole night with our boyfriends because they were mad that we drank <laughs> so she was she was a little too responsible I was a little for sure responsible and we sort of met each other in the middle where there's like a healthy amount of responsibility versus mm-hmm. having fun. I like make him eat healthy food and work out and talk about his feelings more mm-hmm. and he makes me like to drink more. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, let loose, you know. Balance. 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 You know, a really good balance. But also, like, you make me laugh and give me a lot of love, and he's very wonderful and not just a bad influence. (laughs) I mean, it's good. I very much try not to judge pasts. I think everyone has one, whether like how horrible or, or whatnot. Sexually, I don't care. Like if you've been with a bunch of bunch of people, as long as you're good and you're on top of it and you're responsible enough, I'm, I will not ask. I will not really care. Uh, it's just make sure you're safe and make sure I'm safe. But in terms of fixing, yeah, I, I've fallen into that before. It's I was I use the word term dated very, very loosely because I don't think he thought we were dating but like I considered us like seeing each other for like a little bit back in it was my senior year and he was like this new like soul cycle instructor but he wasn't out um it was very very hush hush and like he was very much like a, a secret alcoholic I'm pretty sure and I was like that's okay I'll fix you 
like mm-hmm. uh like you're so nice to me when you do or when you do or when like when we're one-on-one but like in groups you either don't talk to me or like um you're kind of rude to me we were at some like rider's house in the suburbs so it was, they threw like a party and he was there but we didn't speak um because he was very much like he of all of this like under wraps don't speak it to anyone like don't tell anyone and I was very appreciative like I, I'm respectful like especially when it comes like outing people and like that's not my business but like ignored me the entire night and then I got home and I got a text from him later being like we didn't even say hi and I was like my dude like you can say <laughs> hi like I don't, you don't have to make out me in front of everyone, but you're allowed to say hello. I've n- noticed that like I was so like passive about all those red flags and passive about like who he was and who he was like pretending either to be or not to be. But at the end of the day, like I don't care, like and I don't judge it. So I don't think I would have judged the Ryan Gosling character based on like the situation. I guess it more so depends on just how honest you are with me about like what you're doing. Don't know how great that is or if that's a, a good thing, but I, I would have been okay with the Ryan person as long as they were treating me well and like we were all on the same page. Yeah, I definitely would have been jealous. Oh yeah, I would like not personally care. Like I, I knew, I would like know in my head that like it's fine and like if he is seeing other people, he's allowed to just like I am, but I would want to know. Yeah. And I wouldn't probably like like it, but I'd have to be okay with it. And we're working on that. Yeah. we're trying (laughs) i consider it a life goal of mine to change a bad boy i have a really bad complex (laughs) we've talked about it before ever since i watched a walk to remember with landon carter slash shane west forever changed i'm ruined because of him um i was thinking about like why why am i like this why do i why and i think i'm very similar to you chelsea like i was a goody goody as well. The first time I drank was actually senior year, New Year's Same. Eve. <laughs> but I got, I actually got, I got really drunk that night. So, um, but I, I grew up with two older brothers that were like way crazier than me. Um, I did go to public school, but I was like very much in the shadows of the social life. I just didn't go to parties or anything. I wasn't crazy. I cared a lot about school and like all this other stuff. But I think those types of people that are particularly like damaged or I guess more free spirited like you almost want to be more like them like I don't want to get arrested or have an alcohol problem (laughs) but you know they're they seem really interesting and much like you guys were saying about evening evening each other out you want to find someone that kind of makes the uptight person in you more fun because you know as as Mm -hmm. fellow goody goodies sometimes we can be really boring and like stressed but at the same time you need to find someone that maybe isn't like extreme on the other side that could potentially (laughs) turn you turn you into something dangerous but yeah oh good yeah that's that's very simple and also just like i don't want to say like a hero complex but i definitely like the idea of like I helped this person and that's just like my own ego, but Absolutely. what can you do? That's why we're performers, right? Like we like, we're fixing the audience, yeah. <laughs> but I, I feel like in any good relationship and like, I think yours is a really prime example of it. Like there is some fixing that does naturally happen. I don't think there's anyone who enters a relationship in like either if it's successful or if, it, if it's not, they don't leave the same person. Fixing feels like, a little extreme. Yeah. I think yes. Frantic thing as like growing. changing or growing. A lot of times, like the common wisdom is like, "Oh, you've changed, man. Like 
you used to be cool, man. No, like I would hope I that I've changed. changed. Right. That's like, uh, it was always like the worst comment to be made like after like high school or college, be like, you've changed. Well, yes. yes. I would hope so. I'm We're not, not 16. As annoying as I was in high school, Jesus. I also realized that like, that was one of the reasons I, I ended up not staying friends with a lot of people in high school. And it was for the opposite reason of they didn't change. I think though, what gets us a little riled up or at least me getting back to the movie is usually the person that changes it's like in such a short period of time and it, the change is so drastic like Ryan Gosling getting all these girls one night after another dapper the most charismatic man you've ever seen like the definition of like fuck boy his pictures next to the word in the dictionary and then going mm-hmm. into this really nice tender playing with Hannah's sister going to the graduation like it's just like a 180 shift which makes it a little hard to believe I do believe that it can happen but it takes time and yeah Yeah, more than like maybe the month or two that we didn't see yeah yeah I was about to say like how long what is the time span of this movie do we think like several months I think it's the school year maybe the school year but she says at the end like it's been a hard year yeah, if if we if we spent the time that that change deserves in the movie, I feel like then the rest of the plot would have there would be no time for it. Exactly. Like right. In, in in rom coms and things with like all of these multiple plot lines happening, it's like mm-hmm. all right, we're gonna like this is happening and you're gonna accept it and we're not really gonna talk about it too much. Right. I I found it interesting when Ryan Gosling said the thing that he was like, I never wanted to be this person. I never wanted to fall in love. And I sort of like, I think that that's like bullshit. Doesn't everyone crave like a connection? And like, isn't sex so much better when you do have one? I feel like there's, I would like a prequel about Ryan Gosling's character. And I would like to see how Ryan Gosling was hurt. He's a very hurt individual. Well, he said, I'm wildly unhappy. And it's because of the relationship between his parents. Like he said that his mom is like a hard ass and his dad was really sweet and like he couldn't handle her so they and he didn't try to handle her it's in the montage that i love so much so i i know the line by line that's right that's right you're right i remember that so he's probably just avoiding it because he doesn't want to end up like them but i do agree people that say that they're blowing smoke up their ass because i don't i don't agree with that like i think all they're saying is that they're scared of commitment Yeah, yeah 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 Evan, when we were dating, when we were like four months into dating and we were like in love, we had a very romantic trip to Mexico uh, for spring break. And and I remember Evan telling me on the plane <laughs> there was like a crying baby. There was like a sobbing baby. And Evan was like, oh, fuck, like tell that baby to shut up. <laughs> Do something, Chelsea. And I was like, Evan, like, that's so mean. It's a baby. And and he was like, this is exactly why I don't want to have children. And I was like. <laughs> On the plane like, there. Take it off. Pull like, off. Like, like, here we are only four months in. But I was like, I really like him. And right. And he was so young. But like, I was like, 19. oh, really? <laughs> right. Like. <laughs> Were you still 19? I don't know. I guess I would. 1920. Been. Like, anyone who's like. I was 19. So, and then, and I was like, when you're married, you just like, you think that will be enough just like to be with that one person. You'll never want to have kids. He was like, well, I'm, I'm never getting married. And I was like, oh, okay. 
<laughs> Chelsea's on like this like mid-flight to Mexico. Chelsea like, planned 40, the wedding 000 already. feet in the air being like, get me off this plane. Chelsea had her dress picked out. The ring was, there was a picture of it on her phone. She was ready. Yeah, Chelsea's like going to her phone like delete, delete, delete. Like, <laughs> no. This flight was Chelsea's worst nightmare. Smart. Worst nightmare. like we haven't even touched Mexico yet, and Chelsea is dreading this spring break. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I thought you were on the way there. I did too. Oh. Maybe I don't know. I don't have a super vivid memory of that conversation, but it was like, yeah, it was like me with like one foot in my like real true self and like mm -hmm. one foot in my sort of like cocky persona that I created for myself in high school and sort of going into college. And then obviously he changed his mind. <laughs> the day before the wedding, he was like, <laughs> I do want to get married. <laughs> Um, my last question, and I feel like this might get a little heated, but I think it'll be okay. Are you team Emily or team Cal? Oh, that, I mean, I, that, it's like, it's like, it's easy for me to say team Cal, but then I'm like, why is that? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to agree with my wife. I agree. But for serious though, I, I yeah. I'm yeah. Team I'm team Cal. I think I am too. I'm struggling mm -hmm. because I'm a woman and I want to be like, Emily, but she cheated first and then she went out with David Linhagen again and kissed on the doorstep where her children could see. And that's when my favorite line of the whole movie was said by the babysitter. And she's like, I don't want your sweetie money. Iconic. She hates Emily. The babysitter yeah. hates her. She's definitely made out to be the villain. And maybe if we, we had more backstory on her, but we just don't. And I think that's why we like Cal because we, we see him, we see him struggling. Mm -hmm. We see Hi. him raking the leaves in black. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. In his like, new balances. But I would be interested to see their marriage before. She yeah. What drove her to cheat? And like, well, but I was Cal giving her everything that she needed? I thought that's that we were going to get back together, maybe. Because of that speech and, like, the love and that she called him. And it, he planned that surprise. And it seemed like he was really trying to, like, woo her back. And that she was still maybe in love with him. But... But I guess that's another. That's I think another I think it leaves it open ended, and that's why the end of the movie is frustrating for you. Is because mm -hmm. it, to me, it's like I think it's damaged beyond repair. But they still mm -hmm. love each other, and there's still love there, and they can like be amicable. Yeah, I don't know. It it, it was frustrating for me. I was like, he didn't do anything wrong. The he didn't. Yeah. He did not do anything wrong. Or the babysitter having a crush on yeah. him, but he had no idea about that. Yeah, that was not his fault. And, like, he's getting a divorce. Like, who says he can't like go to a bar and like? Right, I they're agree. separated at this point. Like, she's doing, doing it. it. Yeah, and it was his her choice. Uh, well, that was all of my points that set me off. But it did. This movie overall, like, I thoroughly enjoy this movie every I time do like I watch it. Again, like I said in the beginning, it feels very current, very relatable to modern day 
dating. It doesn't seem unrealistic, maybe besides the whole Ryan Gosling changing aspect of it. But yeah, thank you for picking it. It's a good one. It's so good. It's so good. Hard not to be like critical. Now, and I do think rom-coms really date themselves very quickly, which is so interesting, but it's still like, I mean, I still obviously enjoyed it and laughed and cried and- And we'll continue to do so. Uh, Well, we wrap every episode the same way. Oh no, Evan, go for it. One closing point to make- Please. Small and stupid. Why do they always go to the same bar? It's the same- Every night. Yeah, weird. There's only one bar in LA. Found out. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way they would get away with like hooking up with so many girls if you were going to the same bar constantly. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> really, Im- no, logistically, really important. Logis- yeah, it doesn't make sense. If you're going to no. be a fuck boy, you know, pick at least five spots and rotate. Yeah. Be smart about it. Come on. Like, imagine like the, what the staff must think of him. And except unless they've gone home with him too. Oh my God, like, the bitchy waitress. I would just be like, oh my God, there he goes again. Yeah. That poor girl, she doesn't know what she's about to get into. No, I just like go somewhere else, please. Like I have one negative experience or embarrassing moment at a bar. I'm like, I don't ever return. Yeah. Like probably just cheaper. Right. I guess I, they I got, got a coupon code there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we end every episode two ways. We play games. Uh, the first game we play is Who Are You? where uh, we have options of the characters and we go around and we say who we think we are either in our life situation or who we think we are within this movie or like your track would be. So our options today, we have Emily, who is defined as having a midlife crisis. Cal, who is confused, but has a big heart. Robbie, a hopeless romantic, believes in the one. And Jacob, the fuck boy. I'm also gonna add Emily or Emma Stone's character. What is her name? Nana, Hannah, Hannah, Nana. Hannah, Hannah Banana. I'm just going to throw in Hannah, who's not on the list, this list, and just be like someone who seems confident and just kind of like goes with the flow. Hmm. I'm going to say that I'm Robbie. Sweet. There's nothing wrong with Robbie. Robbie's, Robbie's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's, he's he doesn't give up. Morally sound. I just cringe every time he tells her that he masturbates to pictures of her. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's. I just can't get over that. I'm like, you're just a creepy, dirty little boy. That's I know. Besides, just we're gonna we're gonna take away all that. Yeah. Minus that, it's Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when we first meet him, he's like, "I think about you when I do it." And it's like, yeah. oh, don't tell like, um, She's like, "Okay, thank you so much." <laughs> Evan, who are you? Probably Jacob, unfortunately. Evan. Okay. Well, no, because I was my theme, my journey for this podcast has been like I used to be kind of a douchebag, and I was like overly cocky and then i met a beautiful woman who changed my life oh we love a journey i never i never like did a makeover on her dad before we knew each other although my dad reminds me so much of steve carell really evan there's still time maybe christmas maybe hanukkah i love it megan who are you Okay, I feel like I'm Emily in this moment because you're 25 I, years old. Okay, well, maybe not midlife, but quarter life. I definitely had like a full <laughs> panic attack when I turned 25. My half birthday is in four days, halfway to 26. I'm not getting any younger here. Oh my, my family God. has really bad eye, uh, forehead wrinkles. I don't know when I'm going to need the talks. So this is where I am right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just being I can't dramatic. with you. But anyway, Joe, I already know who you're going to pick because you added them to the list solely so that you could pick them. Yes, I picked Hannah because unless I'm allowed to hybrid again. Joe, every no. time he's like, 
I'm a little bit of everybody. I'm a little bit of everyone. Um, yeah, no, I'll pick Hannah. I like her. I think she's the most relatable character in the entire movie. She does nothing wrong. She's just there and like, isn't getting used. She doesn't come off stupid. She's just like, there's someone I'm dating and like, he treats me well. Here I am. All it's right, good. let's do our last game. Yes, last game. we have 10 minutes left. We don't want to- And we'll give Evan a break. Do it. Yes. Okay, so we play everyone's favorite, Fuck, Mary Kill. Our three, it's going to be Jacob, Cal, and David Lynn Hagen. <laughs> David Lynn Hagen. I love Kevin Bacon. This is so easy, though. It yes, is. it's easy. It's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, Evan's like, uh, we'll give Evan a special one. Evan, you want to say it? In that order. Say it. Say the words. Fuck Ryan Gosling, <laughs> Mary, Steve Carell, and, and dispose of Kevin Bacon. Sure. Dispose. <laughs> dispose. I, I agree. Megan? Joe, I feel I feel like we're we're gonna do the same thing. Mine is different. Mine's different. Um Go for it. I am going to kill Kevin Bacon. I'm gonna oh, no. I'm oh. Are you Mine fucking David Linhagen? Are Absolutely. you pulling in Emily right now? Absolutely. You're I will killing fuck. Steve Carell, aren't you? You're going to kill him. And <gasps> oh! mm-hmm. No, Joe does this all the time. He kills the nicest person. He kills <laughs> them every fucking time. And I have to sit here and watch I'm it sorry. Happen. I'm going to marry Ryan Gosling and live in that house. Okay, Absolutely. Well, and we're probably the same so size clothing. So I'm going to share his closet. I mean, that massage chair is, would be hard to. That kitchen. I don't cook, but I would try. I would housewife happily, material. Yes, I'll learn. I'll figure okay. it out. Well, I'm gonna do my answer now. Yeah, that finish I'm... yours. So I would, um, I would fuck Steve Carell, and oh. I would marry Ryan Gosling, and then I would kill David Lynn Hagen. That's so interesting. That's so nice of you. <laughs> well, like I'm, the, I'm that hairdresser that like after the fact he gets the makeover and he comes out and he looks all daddy, and then Ryan Gosling's like, "Would you have sex with him? Would you sleep with him?" And she's like. Yeah, probably. So that's me in that moment. But I'm like, come on, Ryan Gosling, I'm sorry. I'll marry the shit out of Ryan Gosling. I'll marry the shit out of that. Please and thank you. Absolutely. Go get an STD test and then we're good. Yeah, change your sheets and I'm there. Change your sheets and then we can move forward. Exactly. Exactly. Glad we picked the same. Yes, I'm glad you both are on the same page. I love that for you guys. (laughs) Truly meant to be. Truly meant to be. Well, Chelsea and Evan, thank you all so much for joining us. This was Thank so fun. Thank yes, I, this was so much fun. I'm so happy I got to see you both. And then everyone go see, what are the dates of Erica's show? Oh God. They're uh, sold out. It's sold out, but we're adding dates. Oh, amazing. To be determined. Um, Great. Dates in case you can get like on standby list, April 24th, May 1st and May 8th. And then we will probably add like a May 21st or a May 22nd. Fuck yeah. So fun. Well, be sure to check out Evan and Chelsea at the Green Room 42 this month and next month. And then come hang out on May 8th because I'll be there screaming for Chelsea. Yes. Standing O, baby. I will be the only one standing being like, yes, that was amazing. I was going to say, prepare to be underwhelmed. No. No, I am so excited. You said there was a dance break. That's going to make it. I cannot wait. But right. thank you all so much. And we'll, I'll see you so soon. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah, whenever yes. you're ready, just hit that button. Bye. Bye. Um, people like that make me want to have a boyfriend. You want a boyfriend regardless.
Yeah, but like the feeling like wears off after a few minutes and then it'll come back. But like witnessing love and people that are actually like have a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. and really truly care about each other. And you can just tell through Zoom, which what that can't be a easy feat. Like, no, I think they're, they're also just a brilliant example of like couples in the business and like they handle it so well. Um, So cute. I'm so happy she said yes. I know, me too. But I was so, because I love this movie and I was just so excited to finally do it because obviously it was going to happen sooner or later. Yeah, and this was probably the most current movie that we've done so far. Everything else was like early 2000s, 90s. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like, what do you consider like the newest rom-com? Like 2010s forward. No, no, no. Of like recently, if like out of what's come out, is it like Crazy Rich Asians? Um, um, like Crazy Rich Asians, Always Be My Baby, all the Kissing Booth movies, all what the, is all my, all the what boys, is, all the boys I oh, love before, all yes. those movies. Those the are Netflix all movies. Yes, 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 yes. Netflix. I want a new like classic rom-com to come out. But yeah, it's such a fun episode. They're lo- lovely. And- We're getting merch that says it soon. <laughs> with just my face on it with my little illustration from the cover hashtag lovely dead and then yours can be something about wanting a boyfriend <laughs> no it's love all of our phrases are lovely hope lovely you're, hope you're well slash wishing them all the best um <sighs> other phrases and mottos is i make excuses for hot people and um i know mine would be like i i need a bad boy in my life or something like that Ooh, are, my the land into my Whatever her name her is. Her name is Jamie. So you can also buy uh, a recording of Megan singing the song from that movie, from A Walk to Remember. A oh, Walk to Remember. Uh, but they were great. I immediately I followed them. them on Instagram before we Good. even recorded this ending. Hope I get a follow back, Chelsea and Evan. If you're listening, I'm waiting. Oh my God, don't be like that. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't hey, be I like feel, that. I felt like we were vibing. Okay, I felt like we were vibing very, very positively. So they they are easy to vibe with. Yeah. Because they're nice people and I'm funny. I thought we were really funny during this. <laughs> and episode. I'm funny. I am. Okay. You are funny. Here's the confidence. The confidence. Is it a turn off or is it sexy? Tell me right now. Is it now. cockiness or is it confidence? <laughs> the world I mean, may key, never know. We could do an entire episode on just that debate. Um, I know, but I would need like more um straight white men to be weighing in because I don't ever want to have another straight white person other than Evan on this show. Because I think Evan is the nicest one we could ever get. They have a lot to live up to. That's all. Yeah. All righty. Well, like, subscribe, comment, give us five stars. Give us all the love. Rate us on Yelp. I don't want to be on Yelp. Scary things happen on Yelp. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed it. (laughs) Me too. We love the pod. We do. Uh, And thank you for listening. And mm, we'll see you next week. It's so stupid. I think it's funny though. We'll never tell if you kiss him well.